Well, hello, folks, um, and welcome to episode 37 of Dork Tunes. Uh, I'm really honoured this week to be joined by a lovely gentleman um, who I'm going to allow, or I'm going to ask even to introduce himself. My name is Jeff Russo. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Are you okay? Oh, I'm okay. Good. Um, right, Jeff, really briefly, who are you? Well, I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. Um, I I am the composer um, of various film, TV, and video games, uh, and, and uh, I love to write music. Um, you know, it's, uh, if, if that if that sort of tells you who I am, um, I hope it does. Uh, I do uh, I do tend to like to fiddle around in my studio and. and and make melodies and stuff. That's one of
scored the recent hit What Remains of Edith Finch. Um, That is correct. That is correct. And when you say recently, (laughs) um, you know, it's funny. It's with with video games. They can take such a long time to to come together and then to finally be released. I've been I had been working on Finch for almost two and a half years. Yeah. Um, And and that seems to be that seems to be um, a sort of running thing with with working on video games. They do take seem to take a, a lot longer um, than uh, than what I'm used to in in films and in TV, mm. uh, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy it as much. I do actually, perhaps even more so, because um, I have an, a nice amount of time to really uh, to really sort of look back on my work and yeah. and get to um, know the script and kind of. <laughs> get to know everything, get to know the people involved and the characters mm-hmm. and then the vibe and then even my own pieces of music um, where, where the, um, where you don't really get a chance to do that in film and TV since things move faster than normal. Yeah. And you mentioned Edith has been kind of around in your kind of life for about two and a half years. And yeah. for me, Edith has been, it seems like that as well, <laughs> because as soon as I heard about Edith, um, it kind of piqued my interest. Um, I've started it this week and it's phenomenal. You know, it, it it's just, it's so different, you know, and I like the kind of, you know, in brackets, different that stuff that's out there, you know, um, like because of the kind of subject matter, really, it's about death. Hmm. You know, um, you, know I, you, you sort of look at it like that. I, I sort of took a different tack um, mm-hmm. and I looked at it as being about life, you mm-hmm. know, the, the where whereas the end result of the story is talking about the the death of um of this of the way this whole family sort of ran but to me it's celebrating each um celebrating each sort of life mm. uh, and that is how i sort of looked at it from from a musical standpoint like wanting to have a connection to each one of these um different time periods of this family mm. you know and do you think that really affected how you scored Edith um yeah I mean I think that you know the way I I usually tend to write music is is from a character perspective so as as I got to know each character in the in the piece mm. um it really did have have a deep effect on on how I wrote the score mm. Um, and I know, like Jessica, Jessica Curry, she did the score for Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, and that was probably my score of 2015. You know, and you can really feel the emotion in that, right? That runs through that, and you know, I think that you can feel that that with with Edith as well. And I think that's that that really to me is a kind of it's a real sign of a great game, one that what draws you right in. Um, yeah, you know. The, I think that the best music for any narrative is always one that starts in an emotional place. Now, I, I don't necessarily mean like emotional sounding music, yeah. but to have, um, but to have a, a, a grounding in a character's emotional state, I think is really important. It really makes it easier to connect with. Mm. Um, and I think that that was the, that was sort of the, the, the direction I took from the very beginning, which was wanting to be able to connect certainly with Edith as the, um, 
as, as the story unfolds, you know? Um, and I think that the way that I, I think for me, the way to do that was to have this emotionally, emotionally charged and emotionally based music. Yeah. Yeah. And it's wonderful stuff. I have to, you know, absolutely commend you on it. It is beautiful, beautiful stuff. Thank you. And with Edith, where did where did you actually record, or do you record in the same place all the time? Um, you know, I had to record in multiple places. Um, I recorded uh, orchestra. I've re I recorded the orchestra all over the world, as a matter of fact. Wow. No one place in particular, um, <laughs> but uh, but in multiple multiple places. Mm. And do you think that that kind of also had an effect on on the score? Well, you know, the way the score sort of came about was like we uh, I, I started working on on it, you know, about two and a half years ago. And then there was so they would send me quick times of the gameplay yeah. and I would start writing. And then there would be like three or four months where I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. I was just waiting for the next sequence to be done. And how did you come across it? Um, well, I, I met um, with the creative team when they first started uh, looking for musical ideas. Um, and we sat down and talked. I think they were interested in, in my work from the first season of Fargo. Mm. Uh, and I, I sat down with them and talked about how we might apply that sort of emotional technique mm -hmm. um, to, to this, uh, to this, um, to this piece. Mm. Um, they were really interested in that, you know, they were really interested in, in how, how I try to apply that emotional um, connection, the technique of, of making an emotional connection to the characters um, and not just be about the story. Mm. In this particular case, the story does track, but the characters and their state of mind and their state of being track better, in my opinion. Um, so connecting those things musically was important. And I think that's, that's where we, we all sort of agreed the music should go. So, obviously, you know, you've done Edith, um, and we know how you, you came to this point. You've done so many other different things, like you mentioned Fargo, you've done Legion most recently as well, which is yeah. 
I've started watching that recently. It's quite, quite something else. <laughs> that, that is a, that is a really, really great way to describe that. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the first episode. And I was like, what did I just watch? Right. <laughs> Should then watch it again. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. Cause I've watched, I've watched the first couple, but yeah, I think I'm going to have to watch them again. Cause it is quite something. And it's, but it's getting, you know, again, it's getting rave reviews. You've done, you've done Fargo, you've done Legion. Um, and I noticed as well, you, you had a hand in um, the Bionic Woman many years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was when I first started writing music for, um, for TV and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff. I worked with um, my dear friends, Wendy and Lisa, and um, oh, they wow. were. They, they were working on that show and I worked on it with them. I helped them out writing some cues for that show. That was a long time ago. That was like, you know, over 10 years ago. Wow. I love Wendy and Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brother was a huge Prince fan back in the day. So right. I kind of grew up with, you know, Prince, Wendy and Lisa, anything like that. Ingrid Chavez, all that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, so that's brilliant. And how did you get to where you are today? Like, obviously, you went to college and kind of... or. Hmm. Well, <laughs> well, you say obviously I went to college. I actually did not go to college. I left. Um, I left. I, I graduated from high school and then came out to California and started a, a band. And I was in a rock band for like a good fifteen years before yeah. I started writing music for film and TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but about ten years ago, eight years ago or so, um, I I went to work for Wendy and Lisa, who were good friends of mine. Mm. And they basically started me on on this journey of uh, of writing music for a narrative, mm-hmm. um, and in in doing that, I got really interested in it. And then I just started doing it more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it was just a question of like being in the right place at the right time, and having written the right music, and meeting the right person, and getting onto the right project that yeah. uh, that sort of led me to where I am now. You know, it's all so hard to track. Yeah. You know, it's hard to know exactly like, how does one, how did one get into this? How did you mm-hmm. get into doing it? It was like, there's so many events that happen that lead to a specific place that's hard to pinpoint. And it's um, funny because I know so many composers who, and I've been to um, a, a Game Music Connect. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. To, I mean, that a couple of times, it's brilliant. And there's so many young composers there who, who are desperate to get into the industry and you know, they don't know how. And a lot of times it's, you know, you, you start with the kind of, you, you, you're basically trying to get your name out there and well, they are at least, um, <clears throat> I'm not musically inclined whatsoever, <laughs> well, apart from singing. Um, and they, a lot of the times from what I've heard is they've started kind of, you know, putting this stuff out there and it's a lot of indie stuff and they kind of, you know, it's friends of friends of friends and, you know, that's really interesting. You're the first person I've interviewed that kind of hasn't gone the, you know, in brackets, traditional way with going to college and then, you know, something happened. And well, you've done the something happens route, which is quite interesting. And are you um, a gamer yourself? You know, strangely enough, no, not at all. Um, you know, I, I grew up with a, I grew up with an Atari. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then, but never really got into gaming. You know, like I, I played, um, I played Legend of Zelda mm. on my Nintendo, and I played Mario, Super Mario Brothers. But after that, like I just never gamed. I, so I was really not 
much of a gamer. And then when I got involved in this and they gave me um, a console mm. to uh, to sort of get familiar with how um, this particular, the music was going to sort of get um, get implemented into the game, I started playing some games and it was really fun. You know, I just, I, I don't really have a lot of time to spend playing the game as, I, as I'm writing the music for the game. You know, I... I yeah. I do play the games now that I'm um, that I'm working on mm -hmm. because it hel obviously it helps me understand what I'm going to need to do and how I'm going to need to figure it all out. Mm -hmm. um, but never really been much of a much of a gamer, and I think that gives me a unique insight into how to write the music for it because I'm not, oh, you know, I'm I, I don't tend to do the things that you would normally hear yeah. in a video game because I don't know any of those things, you know. <laughs> the cues, etc. yeah. Right. Oh, that's really clever. I mean, certainly I've been to the Game Music Connect and they mentioned, there was a question asked at the very first one and said, how many people in this room are gamers? You know, and there were, you know, a handful of people put up their hands and, you know, the, they said, well, you know, how are you going to know about what the audience wants or you know what is expected and kind of when you're not kind of you don't really know what that's going on in their headspace uh, yeah absolutely i think that the idea is trying to trying to um just feel like what it is i i'm looking for for the emotion you know like what emotion i'm looking to elicit from a gamer from a player you know yeah definitely and like the opening for Edith, I'm not going to spoil any of the game because you just basically have to buy it and play it and enjoy it. Um, it's so, it, from, from certainly from a gamer point of view, I was like, okay, this is happening. Okay, this is happening. And then this is happening. I was like, right, that's really strange, but it was really enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> You're being brought along this. It, it, it absolutely feels, you know, you've been brought along like a, on a journey by an invisible hand thematically you know that was sort of the idea you know to treat it like um to to, to treat it like somewhat of a guide you know yeah. into help into helping um into helping the player sort of find and figure out what the uh what the storyline was definitely um and it, i can see that it's going to open up to very an awful lot much more kind of a exciting things and I can't wait to play the rest so obviously Edith is done and dusted now you know it's it's out there are you happy to see it out there obviously oh absolutely it was you know it's because it was such a long time in the making mm. finally seeing it in in its glory in its full finished glory has been pretty incredible mm. it must be really nice to kind of to see it on launch day and kind of just sit back and watch what happens almost like the it tapering. was it's been it's been really great yeah because the reception i mean i'm looking at the moment it, the metacritic at the moment is like nearly 90 percent yeah i mean people people have been really really digging it yeah i think people really enjoy um certainly coming from a gamer's perspective certainly enjoying the kind of more unusual kind of experiences like things like the, you know, in brackets, and I hate to say it, but, you know, it's a thing now, the walking simulator. You know, like like Edith, everybody's gone to the rapture, you know, dear Esther. And they're becoming such a massive thing now. 
you know, you've got like the stuff with the Chinese room, you know, with Dear Esther, they, that's become something now. They've done Dear Esther live a couple of times. Right. Um, they're doing it again. They're looking at, they are doing um, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture live at some point, which I will absolutely be at. I will break a leg to be at. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think that score is incredible. Um, I remember uh, Jessica sent the score a couple of weeks before the release um, and I there was a particular track on it and I was sit, listening to it and it made me cry and I thought it was beautiful. And then when the game came out, I got it and I played the game and there's a particular scene in that particular game and with that particular piece and it's just phenomenal, really is an experience. You know, and, and and things like Journey do the same. I, I know exactly what you mean. Totally. So, obviously, you know, we said Edith is done now. What's next, Jeff? Um, well, I'm working on a couple of things. Uh, one of which is something... I'm sorry? NDAs? Uh, yeah, there's some NDAs. You should <laughs> ask your brother about that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, uh, and... Uh, but I'm, I have a, I'm working on a show for, for Netflix. Uh, it's called altered carbon, which is based on, um, a, a book of the same name. Okay. Um, and a few other things, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm currently finishing up season, series three of Fargo, mm-hmm. um, which I'll be done with in a couple of weeks. I've got so um, many friends that love that by the way. <laughs> good. It's really, it's really good this year. Um, and then I start at the end of the summer, I'm starting uh legion, the series two Excellent. and then uh, I have, I'm finishing up a movie right now called Lizzie oh, wow. um, based on the Lizzie Borden uh, story mm-hmm. and um, that's that's it it's enough oh you know just stuff yeah <laughs> it always amazes me how you guys you composers you never stop like often um, never stops uh, well no because if we stop then what are we doing <laughs>
Yeah, uh, I always remember uh, GMC many years ago. It was said that it doesn't matter if you're working or not, you know, working or not. Every day you should try and compose something, anything, you know, because you never know when that will be reused. Try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they said like something that I think it was Jason Graves mentioned. He said something that he just composed one day is now being used in a TV ad that goes out every day. And it was just something that he wrote on a day, never really kind of, you know, thought this is for a thing. And it was, you know, there you go. It's out there. Right. But Jeff, thank you very much for being a guest on the show and for taking the time out of your day. Sure. It's been an absolute it's, pleasure. It's, it is my, it's my pleasure. I'm glad to have uh, been able to speak, speak about this. <laughs> yeah. Now that it's finally out. Yeah, um, of course. Absolutely. So, guys, go out, buy the soundtrack, buy the game, and really <laughs> enjoy. Okay? Thank you.